this is our time for We Are CLC. And so we have our, um, we have our We Are CLC. And today is really special because we have a testimony for our baptism. Testi testimonies are about, come on, brother. T testimonies are about the squats. Sometimes it's uncomfortable to tell your story. Sometimes it's really hard. Sometimes you haven't told your story. And that left is your, your first punch. And sometimes your first punch, you get knocked out. You, you can't even punch, right? But you, but you want to fight. And sometimes you get in that rhythm, you're throwing the left punch, and you get in this rhythm, and you want to throw a right one, and say, because th there's victory, there's victory, and things that you're, you're wrestling and fighting with. And so um, can we give a hand for this brother Will as he's going to share his testimony today? Thanks, dude. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Um, yeah, for those of you who don't know, my name is Will. I hope to share a little bit of my life with you today. Um, well, first of all, I'm kind of nervous, so can we get, uh, I just want to say go Bears for a little bit. So go Bears! Okay, now I feel a little better, okay. Thank you, thank you. Um, so yeah, my name is Will. I was born and raised in Fremont. Mom and dad who are here, Rebecca and Stephen Chong, hi. Thank you. They, uh, raised me. Uh, they brought me to church. Uh, I prayed a prayer when I was around five or six years old. So off to Sunday school I went, off to Awana I went. If you guys don't know what Awana is, it's the church version of Boys and Girl Scouts. So basically at Awana I memorized a lot of verses of the Bible, I learned the stories of the Old Testament, and yes, that Jesus loves me, for the Bible tells me so. I even got to watch VeggieTales. Do kids still watch VeggieTales nowadays? Really? Okay, good, thank you. Because there's never, ever, 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 ever been a show like VeggieTales. Okay, so anyways, I am very, very so grateful for this strong, strong foundation of spiritual identity. Um, and as I'm maturing, I'm learning more nuanced ways to understand my faith. Uh, growing up, I noticed I like to compartmentalize my life, whether it be school, badminton, church, family, or whatever setting. I feared that, my, that being my full authentic self would garner rejection. So I was content with presenting a version of myself in each respective area. I rarely brought up badminton during church. I barely talked about church when I was in school. And sometimes in school, I would even reject my own ethnic heritage just to blend in with the majority. Whether, whether that be cringing or just being embarrassed when some of my classmates started talking in Chinese with each other, or even internalizing racial stereotypes and microaggressions towards me as an Asian American man. I wanted to belong, and so I was willing to leave out some parts of who I was behind in order to fit in. And then in college, um, with the help of my sister Stephanie, who's here, hi Stephanie, uh, she, she's gonna be in the pool with me later, so that's gonna be great. Um, she pointed me and directed me to Psalms 139. It's a very, very, very great chapter of the Bible. I'm just going to read one verse, Psalms 139, 13. Uh, for you formed me, oh, sorry, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wow. Me, my whole being, is God's work. I do not need to pretend that I'm somebody else or have society tell me 
who I am or who I should be to fit a certain norm. God intended me to be American born Chinese and that's beautiful, praise God. But although I know that I am designed for good, I do bad, I mess up. I'm a broken person living in a broken world. In short, sin is anything that separates ourselves from God. In my goodness do I sin. I've sinned through my own fault, in my thoughts, in my words, in what I have done, and what I've failed to do. I envy. I envy people who have steady, well-paying jobs, guys with biceps and abs. <laughs> I covet popularity and praise from others. I spent upwards to half an hour just to think of a clever caption for my Instagram post. I struggle with lust. I've satisfied my longing for intimacy by indulging in a sin that only gives me a fleeting sense of control and fulfillment. And it makes me complicit in the perversion of the male-female relationship that God designed for good. I confess that in my selfishness, that it was all about me, my job, my plans, my time. I confess that in my pride, I believed that I could find hope and the solution on my own, and I convinced myself that I did not need God to be near. I've allowed evil to damage my relationship with God, and, and that's just the short list. To recap, I'm broken, I'm dirty, I'm filthy. I'm not presentable. I'm dishonorable. And I, and I realize the only way to be delivered is to turn to scripture where I find not only mercy, but amazing grace. All right, so when I read the Bible, I think it, it helps me to, you know, imaginatively experience the word. Uh, I've heard it said if you, when you read scripture, uh, when you open scripture, you don't really read it, it reads you. And I'd like to just share a little bit of how Jesus has encountered me through the word. Uh, the first passage is one of my favorites. You may have know, you may know it. it's the prodigal son. Um, I'll just, I won't read the whole thing, but basically I just want to paint a picture that I've been painting for myself. So you know that list that I just shared, right, of all the stuff that I've done to rebel against God. I, I, it's not that I intentionally try to do bad a lot, right? It's because I try to find my belonging in stuff that ultimately is bad for me. So now I'm painting the picture, right? So I'm like, you know, rolling in the mud. This is like all bad, weird stuff, right? I'm rolling in the mud. I think it's my home, right? But I realize, okay, this is actually not good. So I have to go back home and face my parents, right? Um, now you're gonna take in, you know, my cultural Chinese, you know, like values, right? You know, take responsibility, like honor my parents, uh, do the right thing, right? Um, but yeah, no, I've done all this like, oh, this is yucky, dude. Like, I, uh, I'm gonna like, so if, if like that's them, right? Okay, they're over there. I need to go and say like, okay, like this, I need to walk over, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so like yucky. Oh, this is so bad. Like mud on my shoes. I'm gonna put my shoes in the door. Like, oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go up. And yeah, this is me, right? I'm vulnerable, all of this stuff, right? I need to say, I need to approach my parents, right? So I, I was like my head down. I'm ashamed, basically, right? There's just a lot of shame. Um. I say, okay, I'm gonna go up, maybe, okay, just don't look at me, I, I don't belong your in your presence. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. 
So now, okay, so if I'm here, right, I need to expect them like looking at me. I'm expecting like, like arms folded, like head like shaking, and like no, 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 like don't, don't, don't even, don't even come near me. Like you have a lot to prove in order to like come to my come to my face, right? Um, I'll I'll read from Luke 15, uh, chapter 15, verse 20. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 reads, For God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I praise God that my identity is not determined by what others think of me, but by what God thinks of me, his beloved son. That is not determined by what I do, but what Jesus Christ did. Jesus, the Palestinian Jew, born from Virgin Mary, forced to flee from his homeland Bethlehem because of King Herod's persecution and was a refugee and sought refuge in Egypt. Jesus, son of God, who lived a perfect human life and died on the cross to take on the judgment I deserve for the corruption in my own heart. And on the third day, he rose again, overcoming death, unleashing supernatural power to restore us and our world for better. By accepting his forgiveness and surrendering fully to Jesus, I have a personal relationship with him. I am born again into God's family and I've received healing through God's family. <coughs> As some of you guys know, I've been dealing with uh, some health issues lately. Um, and this passage actually stands out to me a lot. I'm gonna read one more, it's one more passage. Luke 5, 18 through 20. And behold, some men were bringing on a bed, a man who was paralyzed, and they were seeking to bring him and lay him before Jesus. But finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up to the roof, the roof, and let him down with his bed through the tiles into the midst of Jesus, before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said, man, your son, or your sins are forgiven you. <coughs> so I like to imagine stuff, right? What, what strikes me when I visualize this, right? Okay, the real, the real MVP are the friends that carried him, right? They thought, oh my gosh, Let's go through the freaking roof because the crowd's too big. I don't want to wait, right? Um, and lay him, lay him in front of Jesus knowing that this was the best way for him to be healed. It reminds me of my mom and my dad who carried me and brought me to the emergency room. Uh, it reminds me that God heals through the hands of the doctors and the nurses in the hospital. It reminds me that God heals by the physical presence of my spiritual brothers and sisters that bring emotional and spiritual support. By my friends who went out of their way to visit me at the hospital and my friends who went out of their way to visit me at home. And the community here at church embodying love, joy, peace, and all the fruits of the Holy Spirit. I realized that my personal relationship with God through Jesus is much more amplified by the people around me willing to go through the roof to bring me near Jesus. 
that we can share our burdens with each other and build each other up. But it, it isn't perfect, right? There's like a lot of relationships of mine still need constant work and repair. Um, but I know um, with Jesus and what he did on the cross, restoration and reconciliation are possible. Um, yeah, so I'm getting baptized today, yay, but it doesn't mean I'm like good forever, right? I, I still have questions. I still sin. But I know that I do not need to suffer in isolation or in the shadows because there's no redemption in guilt or shame. God can take our worst moments and make it into something that brings life because God cares about holistic human flourishing. So that means when, I sh- when I'm struggling, I can go to the person to be vulnerable with and receive counsel for my mental, emotional, and spiritual health. That means I can pray with expectation that God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And by following Jesus, I get to be a servant in his mission. I have hope because of the cross. And it's from the cross that I'm compelled to love others. Oh, sorry. God, love others and serve the world because he first loved me. Uh, Thank you again for coming and celebrating with me. Um, And yeah, may, may all the glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Thank you. We're going to have Will. Um, this is your community. This is your church. And so we're going to pray for you. So Will, come and join us in the middle. And so if you are near Will, um, lay hands on him. We're going to pray for him. So Will, make it down there. We're going to pray for you as a church. And so church, you heard his story. You heard his testimony. Um, this is just the beginning. So if you are near him, come out. You can definitely touch him. He doesn't bite, I promise you. And uh, we're going to pray. We're going to pray for his dear brother. Church, let's pray. In Matthew 3.13, it says that, Then Jesus came from Galilee into the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. Do you come to me? Jesus replied, Let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. And as soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up to the of the water, and at that moment, heaven was open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son, whom I love with him. I am well pleased. God, stories like this, Father, Lord, are not just uncommon. They're stories of you. May we hear and take it in, Father, Lord. The redemption is not just only made for will, but it's made for all. And as he's desiring to love and serve others because of you, may his story, Father, not end badminton, work, school, his self-worth, even the guilt of sin, but his self-worth, Father, Lord, is in you. Because you're surrounded with a community of family and friends and peers and groups and just people that simply know him by name and that love him dearly. So we celebrate today by acknowledging you, but also acknowledging Will's tenacity of being fearless, to being open, to being mighty, to having the posture, Father Lord, of being uncomfortable from a squat, to come up and fight because there's victory in you, Lord. You are a good God. Amen.